Hello and welcome to an all-new episode of the podcast for Indiana corn and soybean farmers, Moving the Pile. I'm your host, Kevin Cox. On today's episode, we'll be talking to Matt Keller. Matt is the Marketing Outreach Manager for the Indiana Corn and Soybean. About everyone's favorite time of the year is here, and that's the Indiana State Fair. So welcome back, Matt. Tell us a little bit about the fair this year. Thanks, Kevin. It's great to be back with you. Happy August, everybody. It's a, it's a busy time of year out at the fairgrounds, but uh, like you said, everybody loves it. And uh, man, we've got a lot to talk about, uh, all, all the things that we have going on at the Indiana State Fairgrounds. We might need to make this a two-episode uh, show to talk about everything going on at Indiana Corn Marketing Council and Indiana Soybean Alliance out at the fairgrounds. But uh, I can tell you this, uh, folks going to the Indiana State Fair are going to see ISA and ICMC's fingerprints all over the place. Uh, we start with ICMC having signage at the grocery store area, the little hands on the farm. Uh, all of the snacks you can get there are either directly or indirectly associated with corn. There's corn plastic straws and utensils at the FFA pavilion. There are corn facts on the screen near their food counter there. Uh, we're sponsoring all the corn plastic straws at the dairy bar this year. And uh, even a little baseball uh, for all the baseball fans on August 12th, we're hosting a, a screening of uh, the White Sox and Yankees game at the Glass Barn. It's the Field of Dreams game uh, played in Dyersville, Iowa. And they're actually playing, constructed a, a, an actual regulation, MLB regulation baseball diamond at the movie lot where the movie was shot at that farm. And uh, we'll be showing that game at 7 p.m. in the We Grow Theater at the Glass Barn. So uh, the, the Corn Marketing Council has a lot of uh, really fun things going on uh, over the course of the fair. And of course, ISA does as well. Um, once again, we're having all of the uh, the midway rides that everybody goes out and, and, and rides and has fun on. They're all powered by soy biodiesel. Uh, the tractor shuttles all over the all over the fairgrounds are being run on soy biodiesel. And uh, new this year, all of the, uh, the Indiana State Fair's fleet vehicles are running a high-performance biosynthetic motor oil from Biosynthetic Technologies, which is a Hoosier-based company that works to develop, uh, you know, more sustainable products for industrial uses. So that's pretty cool. And then, of course, uh, you can't talk about the Indiana State Fair without talking about the food vendors. And when food vendors step up for some of that delicious fried food, this year they can look for our Hyolaic soybean oil sticker in the window. And there's more than 20 food vendors around the fairgrounds who will be using that plenish Hyolaic soybean oil in their fryers, and it's a more heart-healthy, zero-saturated fat, zero-trans fat oil made from soybeans that are largely grown right here in Indiana. So uh, all of that's happening around the fairgrounds, but obviously what we, uh, what we like to focus on is, uh, is what's going on in the glass barn and all the fun things that people can do, people can do there. Well, Matt, you've thrown a lot at us today, and, and you know, you, you mentioned the Glass Barn two or three times there, so tell us a little bit about the Glass Barn and what all's available there, and for those that, that don't know about the Glass Barn. Yeah, and I know it's a, it's a long slate of things that, uh, that we're doing, but we are involved with a lot of things at the Indiana State Fair, and perhaps, you know, our crown jewel is, uh, as the Indiana Soybean Alliance at the fairgrounds is the Glass Barn, which is the premier soybean education facility in the state of Indiana. Uh, the facility opened in 2013, and, and the mission of the, the Glass Barn is to give a clear look at the Indiana soybean farming experience 
And uh, during the fair, we have all kinds of fun things going on in there. There's daily farmer chats with live Indiana soybean farmers. There's a picture booth called Picture You where you can get in and, and have your uh, your photo taken with your loved ones and your, and your friends and family. Uh, that can be either emailed or texted to your phone. The Soy You Think You Can Farm game where visitors can try their hand at planting a soybean field and see how their final year yield measures up with, uh, with some others. Uh, there's educational messages all over the facility for folks to kind of learn the, the real uh, truth behind farming, uh, what GMOs are all about, the, the agribusiness side of farming, sustainability practices, um, ag technology, and then of course, the wildly popular bingo game where adults and kids alike can go in and play to win that highly coveted glass barn hat so uh so yeah just tons to see and do at the glass barn uh, at the fairgrounds so as we were kind of all on lockdown during covid uh and last year's fair fair got canceled uh, we started having some internal conversations with uh, some of the isa directors about updates we can make to the glass barn since we kind of had the time to do it and uh, one of our uh, great directors mike caney from greensburg indiana suggested putting a combine in the glass barn so our visitors and the kiddos could get a chance to see what it's like to sit behind the wheel of one of those machines and uh, get uh, at least a, a virtual feel of what it's like to harvest soybeans. So we kind of started putting a plan together. We contacted John Shaw and Cynthia Brown from Museum EXP, which is a company uh, that's installed some pretty impressive exhibits in museums uh, and museums and things like that around the country. And we told them that we wanted to park a full-size combine in the middle of the glass barn before the 2021 Indiana State Fair. And I think after they picked their jaw up off the ground, they said, yeah, sure, we can do that. And uh, boy, did they ever. Uh, this, this is really, I mean, it's our flagship exhibit at this point at the glass barn. And, and over the course of the first few days of the fair, just listening to kids and adults alike coming into the building, they're just amazed by this thing when they walk over, uh, they, when they walk into the building and Let's just say it hasn't gotten old to hear them say wow when they walk in, and I'm, I'm not sure it will. Um, the, the, the experience is pretty impressive. You climb up the stairs of, uh, of, of essentially a, a life-size combine and get behind the wheel, and there's a touchscreen that prompts you to start it. As soon as you do, a subwoofer under the seat fires up, and, and it actually starts rumbling. It feels like the engine's running. Um, the, the program then walks the, the visitor through the harvesting process, how GPS auto steer helps the machine move in straight lines. And they, they get a call for the grain cart to, to unload on the go. They get to see what that looks like from the cab. And, uh, and, and it's really just a, a really cool experience uh, inside the cab. But the, the, probably, in my opinion, the best part of it is when that ride, that quote unquote ride is over the learning is not over. So they can climb out of the cab, go down the stairs, under the stairs, there's a display of all the different products that are made from soybeans, from foam insulation to crayons to fabric to shoes. And there are all kinds of things that soybeans go into that I would say the average visitor to the Indiana State Fair would never really know about. And this is our opportunity to share that, uh, share that knowledge with them. And then in the back of the simulator, uh, there's a diagram of the combine that shows a little about the inner workings of these incredible machines. I mean, you know, the engineering that's used to make these implements work is as impressive in and of itself. And with this display, you can actually track the journey of the plant from the field to the grain tank. There's, there's chasing LED lights that show where the plant goes into uh, the, carb, the, the combine, how it processes through and separates the bean from everything else. 
spits out uh, everything else uh, that isn't needed uh, from the back of the machine. And then on the other side, uh, you'll find a timeline that actually gives a history of farming from the 1700s to today and tells a little bit about the advancements that have been made in ag technology. It's home with the, uh, the amount of people uh, farmers can feed today versus what they could you know, 100, 200 years ago. And, and uh, it's, it's really an impressive exhibit and we're incredibly proud of all the work that's gone into it. And, uh, and the end, end result is, is really superb. Well, thanks for joining us today, Matt. The State Fair will be going on until August the 22nd. So get out and check out the Glass Barn and everything else your checkoff is doing to educate Hoosiers about the value of Indiana corn and soybeans. So next up, we have a market report from our Senior Director of Grain and Production and Utilization, Ed Ebert. Thank you, Kevin. Welcome to another Moving the Pile podcast. The August Crop Production Report was released on August 12th at noon Eastern Time. Both corn and soybean yields were lower than estimated by the market, with the U.S. corn yield being estimated at 174.6 bushels per acre with a total production of 14.75 billion bushels. U.S. soybean yields were estimated at 50 bushels per acre, with a total production of 4.4 billion bushels. The estimated total production of corn would be the second highest on record, and soybean production would be the third highest if materialized. Carryout stocks for corn and soybeans were higher than market estimates, with corn at 1.117 billion bushels and soybeans at 160 million bushels. In relative terms, these are still very tight carryouts. Indiana estimates of corn yield at 194 bushels per acre and 60 bushels per acre for soybeans are both new record yields if they are materialized. The impact on the markets post-release saw corn values up by 27 cents and soybeans up 18 to 20 on new crop values. However, by the close, corn was only up 10 cents and soybeans were unchanged. In macro markets, crude oil has traded sideways with WTI currently trading at $69. The dollar index is still trading above 92, which is not favorable for U.S. commodity exports. New crop export sales were off to a fantastic start for both commodities early, but have seen little buy-in interest since the early portions of July forward to the present. Ethanol margins are above break-even with crude oil prices and retail gasoline costs still well above last year's prices. Cost of living, food inflation in particular, have all been well publicized in the media, and this added food cost will become more of an issue as we move forward into this crop year. What is next for the market and what to look for? What does the finishing weather look like in the U.S. here for the balance of August into mid-September? China demand with new crop sales of both commodities stalled out over the last 45 days. Will the Chinese come back in for additional supplies of both corn and soybeans? Dollar index is slowly climbing, which is making U.S. grain less competitive on the global market. The September 10th crop production report will be closely followed. Thank you for listening to another edition of Moving the Pile. I look forward to speaking with you again soon. Thanks, Ed. We'll be back soon with another episode of Moving the Pile, keeping you informed on what your checkoffs are doing to keep your beans and corn moving. Get your latest updates. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Or text CHECKOFF to 833-740-2009.